It takes money. I either don't know sex or I don't know baseball. Well, do you like feral rhinos? Yes. <laughs> Those are the only kind of rhinos. They're like domesticated rhinos. <laughs> How do you know? The let's get ready to rumble. rumble. Guy Bye. from boxing. Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some pain. Way Seabo. Queen Radio. It's in Has anyone done that thing where you inherit a house, mm. but you have to stay one night in it? <laughs> Do you think that's ever happened outside of a horror movie? Uh, I mean, me specifically or someone ever? No, no, just in the history. It's like, yeah. I'm going to leave my grandson this mansion. But for some reason, you only get it if you spend the night there. Like, yeah. oh, no, that was completely fine, right. Grandpa. But it's like... <laughs> It would put that little fear in your like. What's wrong with the house? I don't. Like, why do I have to? Why like? No, no, no. I just <laughs> just spend the night. Make sure you liked it. Yeah, but it's like, well, I was presumably going to spend many nights. Yeah. But now I don't want to. <laughs> if you're worried, I'm not going to make it through one. What? Yeah. What's why? It's like, oh, I just. I don't know. The wallpaper looks funny at night. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to make sure you're okay with the decor ch- like choices before you move in. What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And this is episode 169 of Insane Ramblings. Yeah. A very beloved <laughs> episode. <laughs> I feel like we missed nice. the opportunity to snicker at that at episode 69. Yeah, so. a very nice episode. Yeah. <laughs> we. Uh, I feel like we probably did. I hope so. I hope mm. past Ben and Vicky did not, <laughs> you know, give up that opportunity. If I know them like I know them now... I feel like that we we would have yeah it should have been a celebration and come on Ben we don't have enough between us we don't have enough sex life stories to fill an episode no I'm saying like we should have got streamers or poppers or something (laughs) what would they be like well like they had that women's march and they had those like vagina hats yeah the pussy hats yeah like I don't know we'll follow take a We'll take a leaf out of their book, <laughs> as the expression has yeah. and forever will be. But yesterday, we mm-hmm. had our friends Renee and Pete. They just got married. Yep, they had the wedding yesterday. Congrats to them. We've known at least Renee for since like I was maybe like 13 years old or something. No, even younger. Younger than yeah, that. We, I've yeah, I've met her you've in known junior her, school. Yeah, you've known her a lot longer than me. I've known her since I was 11, but you've known her since you were like five. Yeah. They had like a bit of a small ceremony. Yeah. But I did want to take umbrage with something oh okay <laughs> not just i feel like with every guy at the at the uh after party mm-hmm. so the dress code right right yeah okay you said to uh me today when we um when we met up you, you mentioned to renee oh like ben dressed up for the occasion yeah you I, did okay because i wasn't sure if you were being sarcastic or not no i time. didn't i was like this is dressed up for ben but how do you think i compared to the rest of the uh male population in that room dressed down that's the thing right? but i thought that was you i mean it is because me. you're coming from a lower standard <laughs> well there is that <laughs> like your smart casual is everybody else's casual i don't think it is i think right <laughs> you are the only smart casual guy in the room i think i was yeah because the, dr- the dress code said smart casual yeah and i double checked this on multiple occasions right. because i did think it was a bit unusual for a wedding yeah, yeah. like again so they did the whole like, hey, we'll have a ceremony. Renee said it was like a seven. It minute literally went for seven minutes because um, Pete's brother timed it. Right. Well, I think they were like running late or whatever. There was a backlog, so <laughs> by the time they got to them, they just yeah. whizzed through it. I like the efficiency. I've got to say, <laughs> but 
so I was thinking because it wasn't like this big formal wedding, mm-hmm. it was just essentially an after party that we were attending. Mm-hmm. That maybe well, the best it would bit, be less casual. The best bit was Renee went for a pub More crawl casual, in her wedding dress afterwards. I mean, I, all this stuff I can get behind. <laughs> it was amazing. But at the event itself, yes, everyone was like... I was dressed up. Yeah, but I feel like with women, the line between formal and smart casual is a bit more broad. Mm-hmm. There's like more wiggle room that you know, you can kind of slide into either category quite easily. <laughs> like, obviously, if you're wearing a ball gown or something. Yeah, okay. It wasn't like white tie. Yeah. <laughs> but if uh, if you were going out and someone's like, hey, it's smart casual, and then you pop into a formal dinner party on the way, people aren't going to be looking at you like you didn't make an effort. I feel like it was cocktail was the the majority dress code Yeah, people and so went for. What I was wearing, I was wearing, like, um, black pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, undershirt and it had like an open collared shirt. Right. Which I think that kind of is very That's much quite in line the with smart casual. casual. That's the smarter end of smart casual. Thank you. And not to mention I was wearing my uh, my Andy by Hamish, the smart casual fragrance for Were men. you? <laughs> I didn't know that. I wish you'd said something. Not that I would have taken it on board. No, but what I'm trying to say is I was nailing smart <laughs> casual. <laughs> I would have said the smarter end of smart Thank casual. Thank you. And... I don't think anyone else was playing by those rules. No, I think we they, were all cocktail. They just said, oh, yeah, I'm going for a wedding. I better I'm dress gonna, like it's a wedding. Yeah, I'm going to ignore whatever instructions the bride and groom right. gave me. So you feel that everyone else did not abide by their wishes? No way. And, like, the thing that stuck out to me, like, mm-hmm. I get there within minutes and I see, like, jackets everywhere. Right. I think that makes the big difference where you're, like, taking the leap from smart casual to formal. I feel like j- no jacket what do in you mean? smart casual. Yeah, like I didn't have a jacket. No. But everyone there had a jacket. Oh, I didn't. Well, how did they all get the memo? <laughs> well, that, again, for women, I think it's yeah. different. I just knew. It's a wedding. But it, it was a wedding that they said, here's the dress code. Yeah, that's not how it works, Ben. Well, why have a dress code then? Just say, I don't know. come to my wedding. Yeah, I should have. So did everyone just not read the invitation? I read it and I was like, I'm still going to dress up. And then the girls all talked about what we were going to wear. And the girls talked about what their boyfriends were going to wear. Well, see, I was afraid to talk to anyone. This is the other weird Why? thing. Because I, at, at the start of this, like I was invited to this wedding while I was overseas, right? Right. I just got a text message on my phone. It's like, hey, here's the date. Um, yeah, it was all very casual, smart casual. Yeah, this was like, you know, less than a month before right. it actually occurred. And so, yeah, for a wedding of very last minute, I got back and some of my friends were organizing a night out. Mm. for dinner last night and I was like wait a minute isn't that the same night as Renee and Pete's wedding right and I just assumed that they had forgotten Mm -hmm. which was like partly true some of them had forgotten some of them weren't invited right and so that puts me in an awkward situation because now I'm like well I guess if they weren't invited there was a reason they didn't make the guest list like well they probably aren't good friends yeah so they won't care but like then um, it makes me scared to coordinate with everyone going like, hey, what are you wearing? In case I'm just spreading the word. That <laughs> there's hey, there's big... something you're not invited to that yeah. literally everyone's going to and we need to talk about what we're wearing. Exactly. Like, I don't want to... It's so big that we need to coordinate beforehand. Exactly. It's the event of the year. <laughs> so I thought like, all right, well, I've got my instructions. I'll show up. Yeah. And presumably there'll be a friend or two that I'm aware of that I can talk to. Sure. But I don't want to beforehand go uh, 
running around town just yelling, hey, like, Renee's getting married and you're not invited <laughs> to every one of my friends if that's going to be how it pans right. out. And like, because I did already spoil it for at least two of my friends and like, as I said, one of them just forgot, but I didn't know that until mm-hmm. later. Yeah. And so now I'm like doubting myself going, wait, am I the only one invited? Well, we like- got around to a conversation where I was like, I wonder if it's just Renee's ex-boyfriends. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. We did date for about two months and yeah, what, you're in, seven yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's like maybe she's only invited all of her exes to it, like rub their noses in it. I mean, if that's what she's doing, amazing. Like I would not be offended whatsoever. No. I'm like, well played, Renee. This is, I brought you all here to witness my marriage. Yeah, the official rubbing of the faces. Yes, I win. I think none of her exes are married, so... I will. I am winning, and this is what you could have had. Yeah, and, and now to the ceremony. <laughs> and I know traditionally a wedding party is often the kind of place where a lot of couples hook up. Uh, jokes on you. You're all men, and you're straight, so that's <laughs> yeah. not going to happen. I mean, <laughs> I mean, unless you're really willing yeah. to swing both ways. To I don't know. I don't want twi- to swap teams just to get back at me somehow. Yeah, I'm not saying don't. It's just seem chances seem low. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'll show you, Simon, get over here. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And also, Pete, Renee is Pete's first girlfriend, I understand. So it's not like you could pick up, like, some hotties from the other side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) That would be good if they both were inviting all their exes. Yeah, it's like, well, maybe we can kind of, like, turn this bus around. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we're all spurned here. Right. That's the best place to pick up a lover. (laughs) (laughs) But I hear that's what my opening line with most of my dates. Yeah, go on. I I hear you're spurned. (laughs) (laughs) Are you spurned? I'm spurned. I'm feeling quite spurned right now. Is it just me? Get together. Or is it a little little spurny in here? (laughs) That's what you could have said if that's how it went down. But no, we were all invited. But because Because you were even nervous to ask me. I think well, I had to bring it up. Yeah, the only reason that I knew you were going beforehand is because you were like, hey, are you going to Renee and Pete's thing next week? And then you stopped and go, oh, wait, you wouldn't be invited. Like, uh, what? I didn't why not me? Yeah. What's wrong with me? Well, no, it's not like you talk with her frequently. No, but as we said, I have known her since childhood. Yeah, true. Yeah, you know, still good friends, even if we don't see each other that regularly. Yeah, true. But you might have been thinking along the same lines as me. Oh, it's obviously a small... Yeah, ceremony. So was, exactly. It's going to be a small after party. Yeah. So you don't want to uh, just start mentioning it to every single person you know and essentially just upsetting them for no reason. You know, because yeah. they didn't know they weren't invited. Exactly. And so, yeah, I rock up and I'm obviously not coordinating my outfit with no, everyone. No, your girlfriend is not talking to the other girls. Yeah. And Steve obviously didn't be like, hey, by the way, ignore the dress code. Yeah, because I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't reach out to you. To, neither Brendan nor Steve reached out to you about their outfits. No, but... I feel like you could have predicted Brendan. Well, again... He's a man who owns a pocket square. That's the thing. Like, I can't go by what Brendan is doing because no. if anyone's flaunting the system, it's him. <laughs> He's using any opportunity to fluff his pocket square. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's not even a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying, like... If I'm talking to him beforehand, he's like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm wearing a three-piece suit. You're yeah. like, okay, I'll go in jeans. Exactly. And, we'll both- I'm like, <laughs> and course, I'll probably of, hit the mark. Yeah, of course you are. Everyone yes. else is going to be on my page. That's right. Like, it's not just any pocket square. It's like a $200 pocket That's square. right. <laughs> and it came with a crocheted rocket, if anyone needs a reminder, just to show you how ridiculously 
overpriced this thing was. We can afford to throw in handmade freebies from Etsy. <laughs> he didn't have his pocket square. No, with him he didn't. Either. I was like, how often are you breaking those out? I like, know. You- like, it's going to be more of a. a elaborate occasion than this wedding. I know. It's like, I'm sorry we're not good enough for your pocket square that you never get to break out. Like, where are you wearing that then? Yeah. But he did have like quite an elaborate tie on. So I guess maybe it clashed or something. <laughs> no, he actually did tell me. Here's a good, um, what has Brendan been buying? Okay. He was wearing a pin. Right. Like a tie pin. Oh yeah, I guess so. But it was like not on his tie. It was on oh. his like lapel, I suppose. Okay. Probably so lapel a lapel pin. pin. <laughs> And I think that was equally as expensive as his pocket square. Wow. So maybe he's like, I don't want to bling up too much. What kind of like, because in my mind, it's like the Ace Attorney, like, lawyer's badge. It was not far from that. <laughs> like, did, did it denote his profession or anything? I like, think, what's the purpose? Uh, I think it kind of looked like a feather. Oh. So maybe, like, he does a lot of writing. Maybe you could say it's like a quill. A quill, yeah. right. <laughs> Uh, or maybe just had as an affinity for feathers that yeah. I was previously unaware of. <laughs> but yeah, like as we say, Brendan, he's on a whole nother level. Oh, yeah. I can't go to him for It's like, what are you bringing advice. caviar? Okay, I'll bring chips. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I will be on point. Thank you. And so, uh, yeah, obviously I wasn't talking to anyone and I rock up and there's like instantly I'm like, jackets, jackets, jackets oh, everywhere no. I see. <laughs> Where is my jacket? And now It's not with me. Yeah, I feel like... Did you say that to yourself? I did. That was the motto of the uh, slightly less fashionable. Now, I I hate dressing up. This is yes, part of you the do. issue. I'm definitely day-to-day as casual as you can get. Yeah, that's why I said you're smart casual. So do you think, as someone who knows me... Quite, I thought you went formal. Yeah, you were impressed. I was. I was. I said to Renee, look, Ben's gone really formal. And she's like... No, I actually think Ben's probably put in a lot of effort. So she was on my side as well. And I was also on your side. I said, no, I wasn't being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, good. But that's the thing. We had to double check. <laughs> no, I was just saying. I was like, no, 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 I wasn't being sarcastic. I think Ben's put in a lot of effort. And I had. <laughs> yeah. But I would have put more effort in. I don't think you would have. Well, I'm the kind of guy, like, if I have an excuse not to dress up, right. I'm taking it. Yes. Because just like... For comfortability. Well, sake. you're the opposite. We were talking to your roommate Julian yeah. before this, and he was. I mean, again, we're getting into a rabbit hole of funny, amusing conversations. But he was saying, "I would hate to go down there." <laughs> that is not the podcast I know. No, don't. <laughs> don't want an amusing conversation. Yeah. No, so and, and a, an off-track one at that. Like, <laughs> come on. Who do you think you, you know? Are? This show straight to the point and boring. Yeah, <laughs> linear and serious. <laughs> <laughs> so you housemate Julian was saying earlier he doesn't like it when there's attractive dental hygienists yeah because that's him at his most unattractive and they're staring down his mouth hole which is again one of humanity's most disgusting inventions as an orifice it's not great no <laughs> but second worst I would have argued <laughs> I have to think about that says, one stare down my orifice I'm yeah. picking mouth well then there's like I feel like you don't need to name the other one <laughs> Like it's obvious. But like you've got more than two orifices. What about like nose, ears? Yeah, maybe I'd stare count? down an ear. I think ears probably as I mean the scale of orifices. Again, I don't know how this orif- comes up when someone's like stare into no, my orifice. Like so, then like, it sounds like some sort of like riddle solving thing. <laughs> or like <laughs> I get to an elaborate door. Like a heavy metal album or <laughs> staring into my, my orifice. orifice. <laughs> if you had to, if someone's like. 
pick an orifice. Mm. I'm going to stare at it for like 30 seconds. Okay. You're going to get 100 bucks out of it. I'll go the whole way. Yeah. I would pick ear, I think. Really? No, I'm the opposite. I'm like, well, if you're doing the staring. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got yourself into this. Yeah, but okay, right. maybe it's a most attractive orifice competition. Okay. And you're in a lineup and the winner gets a hundred bucks. Yeah, you okay, have to put, yeah. Yeah, you're putting your ear on display. I, I guess, because eyes aren't an orifice, are they? And that's where your eyeball is missing. I yeah, guess. if you lose one, <laughs> you got an empty socket. I that's think that an orifice. Qualifies. No, I think I'd go ear if it was in the most attractive orifice yeah. competition. I'm glad we established that. Yeah. Anyway, so it's a gross one, the mouth. Um, yeah, well, last time I went to the dentist, they were trying to convince me to get teeth whitening. Right. And so My dentist too. It's all, it must be all the rage in the dentist upselling. Well, that's what we've discussed in the past, that uh, dental hygiene is so good these days mm. that... You go to the dentist once, and I know they insist, like, hey, every six months yeah, you go need every to six go months. check up. But it, like, largely seems unnecessary to go mm. that frequently. I didn't go. Okay. So, I was a student. I was really poor. I didn't go for five years. And then when you went again, they still were like, yeah, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, maybe I'm breaking the system. Like, are they making our teeth worse? Because <laughs> I didn't need a filling. I had to have two cleanings instead of one. Yep. And I was like, that's not bad for five years because I should have had 10 cleanings. Exactly. You're still above the uh, average. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, when you park in an illegal area for a year and then get a parking ticket once. That's right. how I feel. It was still cheaper than paying for parking every time. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, oh, okay, fair enough. You got me once. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know how necessary the dentist is unless I have some sort of super teeth or something from drinking irradiated water in Japan. But, like, <laughs> I've never had a feeling. I think irradiated water probably have the reverse effect. <laughs> I don't know. Seems to, like, go well for the spider in Spider-Man. I don't know if that should be taken as a documentary. Oh, my bad. Um, oh yeah, well, that's the thing. We've got, like, fluoride in the water and, yeah. you know, there's, like, you know, toothpaste is... Got every single toothpaste has got like ten different ingredients yeah, that are right. like supposed to make your teeth amazing. And you brush even more than me. I'm a twice a day brusher, but you're every meal. And even so, I go every six months, but I still think it's probably more than necessary. Right. I just like to catch up with which uh, superhero's cousin my dentist is dating <laughs> at the time. <laughs> well, so. now I go every six months, but for those five years, it like dental health is outside the reach of a student. Yeah, fair enough. It's not in the top of my sort of. It's not Concerns. number one priority unless no. you've got like a toothache or something. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, is it ramen and the water bill? It yeah. is not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's outside of my reach. Right. <laughs> the dentist would probably even prefer that you pay the water bill so you can continue to brush your teeth. That's right. <laughs> Those are the two things I need to stay alive. Some sort of instant ramen and water <laughs> and everything else is kind of a fucking bonus. Yeah. So... I think the upsell is big these days. Right. And so you go there and it's like, hey, while you're getting your you know, regular checkup, mm -hmm. might we interest you in some whitening? Yeah, they did that to me too. And so they showed, they took a whole bunch of photos and then they compared them to a like slideshow of like, here's a lot of before and afters. And it's like, right. you can see your teeth are similar to the before. <laughs> so right. by the- Is your teeth next to Liam Hemsworth's teeth? <laughs> Is you versus Jennifer Aniston. Right. And I mean, like, if she had this slightly off-white teeth beforehand, look how amazing they turned out. You could, you two. Could you are the next Aniston. The teeth of an Aniston. Yeah. Right? 
Don't you want one part of you to resemble Megan Fox? <laughs> We're offering you that opportunity. <laughs> like, which orifice do I get to choose? Like, yeah. no, 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 that's not no, how this works. Sorry. There's only one that we uh, specialize in here. Yeah, what orifice are you choosing to look like Megan Fox's? I mean, I'm going for teeth. <laughs> okay, that's not where I go, but all right. <laughs> Each to their own. Yes. So... That's what I've always said about orifices. (laughs) (laughs) I can back that up. So they've taken these photos on like the highest resolution camera. That is the worst part. I don't know. I think dentists are in 3008 when it comes to camera technology. Yeah. And you're not used to seeing any part of your body that close up. I feel like they're like the fucking paparazzi of teeth. Like, you know how you see a paparazzi photo and then you see where it was taken from and it's like an island 300 kilometers away behind 70 trees. Yeah. If they've got like that ultra long lens zoom yeah high def like noise clearing i feel like the dentists have that but imagine they're using that camera from like a point blank range (laughs) exactly and no one like even if i got that close to you it wouldn't like i'd need a microscope to see that same view i know i don't understand it and so that's why i'm saying they're in 3008 the part that freaked me out about these photos wasn't like the teeth or the mouth like you think maybe maybe the uvula is like the gross yeah thing. right it was my i mean that's not great let's not lie. <laughs> you were like Ooh, but by comparison i was like i'm so distracted by the facial hair around them oh that like looks so disgusting <laughs> that I was looking at these photos and they're like, look how white they could be. I'm like, sorry, I'm just going to throw up first. Yeah. Like, <laughs> from my disgusting beard. Yeah. Why has no one told me? <laughs> like, is this what you look at every day? Because like, I'll shave next yeah, time. Yeah, it's God really damn. different to what I'm seeing from my end. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was horrible. And so they're like, so do you want the teeth whitening? I'm like, I gotta like lie down. I yeah, can't I think got- about this right now. I've <laughs> got so many other issues. Yeah. So yeah, as I was saying, your roommate Julian was like, I hate it when dental assistants are hot because the part of my lizard brain is like must look hot in front of the hot person. Right. And they're staring down my mouth, which is disgusting, and suctioning my saliva out. Yeah, just by the uh, fact that I'm going there to have them look at one horribly disgusting part of me. Right. Is and do gross stuff to it. Yeah, like the chances of me and this dental hygienist leaving together, admittedly slim. Yeah. Going in. Always zero, probably. But leaving, coming out, even slimmer than yeah. whatever that already. <laughs> Again, lizard brain chances. just doesn't want to admit I looked bad in front of an attractive person. Exactly. You never want that. So he was saying, best case scenario, there's a hot girl at like a suit fitting shop. Because, mm, you, you know, you're showing off your best assets. Yeah, you're looking fly in your new suit. Not for you, Ben. You don't think so? Well, no, because... Because I've never bought a suit in my life? (laughs) Because I think your worst nightmare is suit shopping. Yeah, well, so, like, when I was in high school, or even, Mm. like, junior school, like, Mm -hmm. I would always be amazed. I would go over to a friend's house after school to play video games. And everyone was wearing suits? (laughs) We were. (laughs) They were very dapper. Like, off with the uniform, (laughs) on with the (laughs) three-piece. Yeah, I didn't know I went to school with so many dandies. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like instantly the first... Are you smiling because I said dandy? I mean, no, I wasn't... You've got a big smile on. I wasn't going to gloss over it. <laughs> Sorry, go on. The first thing that I did mm. was get changed. Like I did not want to be in my school uniform. Oh, really? As like, it, you know, it's the minimum amount of time possible that I can spend in this like restrictive shirt. Okay. And so I would 
get home, like strip off, put on like jeans and t-shirt or like shorts or whatever. Yeah, I would wear mine to bed, not t- till bed, not to bed. But I wasn't until, like, can't like, wait for school tomorrow. You're <laughs> like, this outfit is, I'm not even thinking about it. I'll just keep going until I need to put on pajamas. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, so like that's the kind of thing I'd be playing video games with Alex and I would instantly, like, even if I'm going to his house, I'd have, right. like, a change of clothes wow. ready to go so I don't have to wear this goddamn uniform for more than I have to. And he would just be wearing a school uniform for the hours afterwards. Yeah. And I'm like, how? Like, <laughs> What is your secret? It's like every second that I'm wearing that outfit, I'm, like, thinking about how fucking horrible it is to wear this outfit. <laughs> and it's not because I look terrible in it. I probably looked better than, you know, 90% of my day to day, but it's just like, I hate the restrictive feel of a college shirt. I hate like the belt. I hate the tie. I hate like, yeah, it doesn't bother me. A suit jacket and like 90% of the world, probably more, 99% of the world. I've never really even talked to anyone that has had this problem, but it's like, for example, even at work, mm. like the first few, like, I guess yeah, the first year I really, would I would have said less. Even months at least. Mm. When I started working there, I tried to dress up as much as I could, make a good impression. Yeah, and slowly I kind of like eased off the pedal <laughs> because till now you're basically down to t-shirts and track pads. All I can think about, like I reckon, I do worse work legitimately mm. when I'm wearing <laughs> clothes like that because it's fucking taking up like 10% of my brain going like, oh, this top button sucks. Oh, this collar sucks. Oh, like this goddamn you know, belt or whatever is like too tight. <laughs> like I just, it's like, it sounds stupid, but it is the fucking worst. And so if I get smart casual on an yeah, invite, you're like, I'm like, yes, thank right, you. Thank Someone's you. on my level. Exactly. And I specifically not that long ago went out and bought several outfits that I would say fit into the smart casual range right? because I got denied entry from a club for looking a bit too really? casual. It wasn't even a club. It was like a birthday party that I was like, you know, I had an invite and everything. And it was, I think we even talked about it on the show. Okay. I was in there. My friend arrived. He couldn't find the place. So I left and mm. then we couldn't get back. I think I was in there and they pulled me out by like the scruff of the neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Where's your collar? Yeah, that's right. You're stinking up the place. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was incensed, especially because I'd been there all afternoon. And mm. the 15 minutes that I was outside trying to argue my way back inside, I missed like all the speeches. Oh, and, damn. You know, like I had been helping the birthday girl's sister who was making a speech with her speech because she was right. really nervous. And so I wanted to even just be there to kind of like encourage her on. Yeah, and and smiling face. Yeah, meanwhile, I'm outside yelling at the bouncer, texting a friend to come down and rescue me. Yeah. He misses all the speeches. Oh. Whose birthday was this? It was uh, Megan's 30th at the uh. start of the year. And so I had another birthday the weekend after at the same place. And you're like, oh no. Yeah, and so I'm like, I'm going to go prepare this time. Yeah. Because like the reason that I was able to get in in the first place was I went in like around midday. And no one's at the door. No, there was, but no. the dress code hadn't been like established at that point. Right. So like around like 6 p.m. it changes from... Like, Just whatever. Yeah, because it's like a beachside venue. Yeah. Anything goes and then it's like a nightclub essentially after right. that. Right, yeah. And so if you're in before the cutoff, you can stay You can get in, away with it, yeah. But once you uh, leave, you can't get back in unless mm-hmm. you're dressed the part. And so I got caught up in all oh, that. That sucks. And so 
I'm like, all right, well, I never wear these clothes. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> the one time that I was forced to partake in... Uh, Smart casual. Yeah. So I, I'm like, oh, finally, like an opportunity to diminish the uh, cost per wear yeah, of Yeah, of outfit. my smart casual clothes. Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah, as soon as I rock up, I'm like, well, fucking hell, I should have gone formal. <laughs> because I feel like it's the, the things that were letting me down, the jacket and the shoes. Yeah. I, and the open shirt. I guess that's Should have closed the shirt. Well, like, I, did. I feel like you could have got away with the outfit if the shirt was closed. I considered it, but I'm like, well, I've already committed. No, nah, I think you made a mistake there. Because I thought, like... A closed shirt... Is a formal shirt. It would have been more formal. Yes. I don't think it would have been enough to push me over the line. I think it would have been close. I think the clothes shirt would have got you there. And the shoes then would be like, but I'm the creative guy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like the Steve Jobs. I was wearing uh, Converse. That's right. So I feel like the clothes shirt would have got you over the line as the kooky formal guy. Like well, I still hang with the kids, but I'm also here at this wedding. I was I was ready. If anyone was like, "Hey Ben, like way to dress up," I was like, <laughs> oh, "Oh, you motherfuckers!" Because I I had a feeling like. Well, luckily I said it behind your back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it seemed like it seemed like my system works. If I dress down enough of the time, then the yeah. minimal effort that I make is like. I was like, oh, "Wow, she's really uh." Pulled it together. Yeah. So I'm glad that you know by lowering the status quo. Yeah, I can look made good. your life easier for you. Not even easier, just there's a lower bar set that is working in my favour. Oh, now. yeah. I mean, it was a weird party for both of us. Why's that? Well, obviously, I was pretty drunk. I had a fair bit to drink when I was there, and that was the plan. It's a wedding. The drinks were flowing. Yeah, it was an open bar, free drinks. Right. I, was, I said to the bride and anyone who would listen, I'm here to get drunk, and she was like, good show. And, and I was got, like, thank you for supporting I've me. I've got to say, I don't mind that I'm here to get drunk. Mm. The part that gets obnoxious is the I'm really drunk. Yes. Which you were repeating ad nauseum <laughs> towards the end of the party. I guess that's the problem with drunk people in general. They do like to repeat themselves. They do. They love it. But, but then that's when I switched to the waters. Not soon enough, I think. Uh, because oh well. there was a lot of, hey, I'm really drunk. I'm like, okay, good. Like, good for you. <laughs> Top draw. And then Thank like... You. I try to have a conversation and it's just I like, can't. I'm really drunk. I'm like, mm, I see where this is going. Yeah, I'm you like, can't. That's the, your fault. Don't try to have a conversation. To engage with yeah. my friend. Yes. Nah, but again, you would have been like clinging and upset if I just walked off mid-conversation. No, I don't think I really cared where you were. Okay. I was having a great time. I got the impression that I hadn't said anything to you. Until no, we like, hadn't spoken for the whole party. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, it would be weird if I completely like snubbed nah, Vicky. It would be fine. I was having the best night. This is what happens when I get drunk recently. I seem to just wander off with strangers and become friends with them. Do you think they were like on your level in terms of alcohol? Or Probably not. Because like you say you became friends with them. Like, I wonder if you ask them, would they have the same? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but was that the only reason that was weird? No, so what I was saying was apparently you came up to me and were like, what were you doing before this? And I just lied to your face. Well, you came like about an hour into the party, which it seemed like I got there maybe like 15 minutes after the start time. And I think pretty much everyone was already arrived like right on time. Right. And so an hour casually, you know, fashionably late Mm -hmm. was like essentially an hour late. Yes. And... The like weird thing for me because 
I'm like at the party chatting to our friends and I get a text message from you. Yeah. And I assumed that it was going to be, like I say, Vicky blip up on my iPhone. Yeah, like, oh, she must be like lost or something. Yeah, she might just be asking for the address or saying like, hey, I'll be there in 10. Like, yeah. have they started speeches yet or anything like that? And instead, you sent me a text message about your Nintendo. <laughs> You're like, hey, my Nintendo was broken. And I'm like, does she even remember there's a wedding today? Like, it seemed very... I did. So I knew the amount of time I had to play my Nintendo was limited. <laughs> That's why I was like, this needs to work now because I'm on my way. I'm on the train. And this is the only chance I'm really going to get. So was that like, hey, I need some tech support? Yeah. Because like, what am I supposed to do? It's like my Nintendo's broken. I thought like- you might know how to like force restart it, which I finally worked out. You just have to turn it off again. Yeah, but it wouldn't. Oh, okay. There was nothing on the screen. But you, see, and... you, don't, you didn't give me any more information apart from No, because like... then it started working. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just got like one message and I was like, that is not what I expected at yeah. this. <laughs> on this <laughs> late stage. Yeah. I was on the way. So I was like, I know that I'm going to get absolutely trashed at this wedding because it's one of my really good friends. I'm going to have the best night ever. I'm not going to be able to play Nintendo tonight. No, exactly. I'm not going to remember my where I left off. That's right. That's exactly right. I'm like, this game is complex reasoning and, <laughs> you know, like legal skills. I'm not going to be able to play this tonight. I'm going to be way too drunk. Some games you get into a bit of a flow state, like yeah. Guitar Hero, maybe like without any drinks, you're a little nervous. Right. As soon as you have like one or two, it kind of... You, do, you stop focusing on that aspect and you actually play better. Yeah, right. It's like speaking a foreign language. You sort of yeah. like get over the nerves and wanting to be perfect. So maybe... Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't think that happens with Phoenix, right? Happen. No. Also, <laughs> um, um, then, uh, yeah, I messaged you back. I'm like, hey, are you coming to this wedding? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm on my way. I'm at like you know, half an hour away or whatever it yeah. was. And so when you arrived, I thought... Oh, she obviously must have had, been doing something. Yeah, and so I asked Vicky, and she's like, "Oh, like, what were you doing? Why were you late?" Yeah, and you told me that you had somewhere else that you were drinking at, that you yeah. were like at another event of. Some I don't sort. know why I said that. That's not true at all. <laughs> not even slightly true. And like, I don't understand. Like, sober me is like, I have no idea why drunk me said a blatant lie. Like, did I want to seem cool? Like, did I want to excuse why I was so drunk? Like, well, yeah, because you were like wasted by that time. Like, it was several hours into the party. Yeah, it was like seven hours later. But you could have just said, oh, no, I was nowhere. I'm really drunk because I've been drinking all yeah. day here at this party I where there's know. a lot of alcohol. But that, right. I just can't excuse why I was like that. Yeah, well, I was confused because I didn't want to, like, push it. Yeah, you shouldn't have because it would have fallen over like the fucking straw house because I had nothing. The party started at 12.30. Yeah, and I was there at 1.30. And so if you had another event prior... Like, yeah, well, who's having a breakfast wedding? Or like 11 o'clock on a <laughs> Thursday morning. Yeah. Like, weirdly, I had two weddings today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big, you big You wouldn't morning. hear about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I said that. It's a, I, you told me that I said that when I got here tonight. And I was like, that's an absolute blatant lie. <laughs> like I was at the hairdressers and then I went home and the dress I wanted to wear wasn't right and blah, blah, blah. So it took me longer to get ready than I expected. Yep. Hence why I was an hour late. And also it was like a from thing. So it wasn't a sit down dinner. Like the invitation said from. So yep. I was like, well, okay, it's not good. But as be- we know, there's no point in paying attention to any of the details <laughs> on the invitation because totally invalid. It's like it wasn't like I missed anything. Like it was a casual like stand around cocktail sort of event. Yeah, you got there and like we said in time for the speeches, that's you the main thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I got to speak to the bride and the groom and hung out. Yeah, so I don't 
I just told a blatant lie. So it was a strange <laughs> party for everyone. I was just spouting lies. and. Does it make you wonder <laughs> what else you said under the influence? Like... There's a lot of people out there thinking you're the Prince of Monaco or yeah, something. Yeah, that's right. Also, I mean, if they bought I'm the Prince, like, that's on them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just bamboozled me. Like, I'm not really much of a liar. And it's such a weird, like, it's not like, I don't know. It's not like I've t- shown up to work late and I'm like, oh, it was traffic when really I just slept in or something. Yeah. Like, I didn't need to come up with an excuse. I don't know why. Like, it just really baffles me. Yeah, to be honest, I was probably just making small talk anyway. I know. That's why I'm baffled. (laughs) (laughs) I'm completely baffled why I said that. The other thing that you uh, kept saying over and over, you were not just like, I'm drunk. You kept repeating, like at one point, I was talking to my friend Caitlin and her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. And you kind of came over and um, interrupted us. And I was like, oh, okay, Vicky's got something to say. I didn't. That's for sure. Because you you say, like your opener was... I was just talking to Simon about his job and I don't understand it. <laughs> and we kind of all go like, okay, like you're going somewhere nope. with this. And we're like looking at you, waiting for it to continue. And you like, you know, that seemingly got to the end of your point. And we're like, all right, drunk Vicky, let's go back to our <laughs> conversation that you interrupted. So I keep going. I was talking about my holiday, that kind of thing. And uh, you're like, whoa, 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 I just talked to Simon about his job and I, I really don't understand Simon's job. And he seemed very disturbed. Yeah, like, I, I'm going to have to do his job tomorrow. Like, you gave me all the pertinent information and I still don't understand. Ben, help me out. Yeah, what I don't I remember that do? either. Was that downstairs? No, that was upstairs. Was it? Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, you, so uh, I, I couldn't be of much assistance, but I'm like... I don't think it matters. Like, I, <laughs> are you in some kind of Brady Bunch style episode? Yeah. Where, Freaky Friday yeah, switch. Yeah, tomorrow you're both going to have to do each other's jobs because if that is the case, I feel like you should just reschedule. Until <laughs> you understand it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember that. Do you, uh, in your sober light of day, have any more inclination about his job? No. Well, None. maybe if before you do some kind of... I mean, I had a great night. Oh, I could tell. <laughs> Was I at least happy? You seemed it. Or, like, I guess for the most part. Like, you did get a bit, like, introspective. Oh, and no. Annoyed at, like, some stage. Like, you know, it always... Like, with drunk people, it's always... You're happy until someone reminds you of, like, some annoying thing. <laughs> and then it's, like, whatever emotional state you're in is kind of, Amplified. like... Amplified. Yeah. What was I annoyed about? Uh, I think, like, one of your friends... Uh, or maybe even, like, a friend of a friend had said something that kind of pissed you off or... <laughs> Like, even you were asking your friend Louise about the podcast. You were, like, amazed that, to find out that she had been yeah. listening. And you were like, oh, do you hate it? I'm like, why would she listen <laughs> if she hates it? Like, why is that your first? Like, just assume if she's listened to multiple episodes, it's not... I was surprised. I remember that. It's not to be, like, finally, I can... Uh, I've got a lot of material on her now. Yeah, send all that goddamn fan mail that, like, I've been... Like, dear Vicky, on episode 142, <laughs> you got this and this wrong, and I only listened out of obligation to correct you. You never know. I mean, I feel like if it's one of your friends, you can probably assume that she's not no, doing it. you know me. I'm pretty paranoid. Yeah, I know, but I, I think you don't need to be. <laughs> like, we've done this for long enough now. If I'm sure there are people that from time to time tuned in at one point and were like, let's see if this is for me. I want to know what my friends are up to. And they've long since stopped listening. Like the people that remain are doing so because they're like, hey, this is all right. Fair enough. 
Well, I had a great night. I'm glad so, to hear it. Sorry to everyone else. <laughs> hey, I know I had a good time. Just uh, I was less disturbed that you didn't know how to do Simon's <laughs> job than seemingly well, you I wonder were. what Caitlin and Brent made of that. Well, we, again, we just went on a tangent to <laughs> talk about the... Um, the Brady Bunch and Freaky Friday, and they were, it's good because I can just reuse my same jokes from yesterday, and it's new to you. <laughs> Do I laugh at the time? Heartily. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I enjoyed it twice. Yeah, <laughs> the wonders of alcohol. It did go a bit dark almost at one time. Oh, like whenever we're around new people, mm. you always kind of goad me into telling the story about <laughs> um, going to the UAE to pick up my yes. dad's suitcase because I love that story. I know, but it's a bit of like a trial by fire, I suppose, okay. because it does start with like, hey, Ben's got a dead dad. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. But they knew that, I think. I don't think Caitlin's boyfriend is <laughs> aware of... But, it's, <laughs> but it has such a great end. Oh, yeah, so you can go back and listen to... Uh, Essentially, I think, I think Ben's episode- dad is a spy who has like a briefcase of like hundreds of different currencies. Yeah, the episode is called Why Dubai, if you want to get the full story. It's a great story. Yeah, we essentially get to the climax of the story. And as you say, it's like the current iteration, because I guess this has evolved over many, many tellings <laughs> that Vicky has goaded me into telling, uh, is that you open the briefcase and like, yes, there's a whole bunch of different currencies of money in there. But it's also like one of these spy-like messages if you're seeing this sign, <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> And so three of us saw that punchline coming. It was ah, like me, Caitlin, and I her didn't. boyfriend. All I know you did. <laughs> we all essentially made that same joke in unison. Yeah, it was like if you're reading this, I'm dead. You, on the other hand, went with like, oh, what's inside <laughs> his dick? <laughs> I don't remember that. And like, I don't know if you just. Like, if everyone else wasn't paying attention. I hope they weren't. But I was like, well, that was an interesting take on it. <laughs> because I like, hope they weren't listening. Like, not only is he probably just processing, like, oh, Ben's dad is dead. <laughs> How do I, like, tiptoe around? Like, he doesn't know my emotional state, maybe. He <laughs> could I, be very fragile. Yeah, like, it could, this could have just happened. And, like, I say anything about it and he's going to burst into tears. Like, he's also had a few drinks. Maybe that's going to set <laughs> yeah, him off. that's right. Uh, but, yeah, like... Vicky's like, hey, dead dad, seven penis joke in a box like Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I think that's where I was coming from. But don't, there's no scene in Pulp Fiction where they open the briefcase and it's like, bam, cock and balls. <laughs> no, it's like a gold glow yeah. at that. Yeah. They don't, they don't mention, unless it was like gold, gold member, there's like some kind of Austin Powers <laughs> crossover that I was not putting together. Right. But I was like, wow, that's a yeah, that's I don't an know interesting why I said that. Hopefully no one else heard me say that. Well, uh, I mean, I didn't even mind if they did. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it did feel a bit like, because uh, you seemingly got away with it. Like Good. me and my sister went to the Book of Mormon when that came out. In We were in New York and we saw it. Yeah. And at the time, my mum, she went with a friend to another play because she wasn't sure if it would be her kind of thing. And then... Like two years later, the show comes to Melbourne and she wanted to go see it because she hadn't seen it and we'd been raving about it right. for the last year and a half. And we're like, hey, if you're going to pay, I'd gladly go see it again. Yeah, right. And so we're like, but we've got to warn you. This is like pretty, like it's pretty dark, yeah. yeah. And 
after the show, she was like loving it. She goes to us like, oh my God, I can't believe you thought I'd be offended by that. That's hilarious. Like, yeah, it wasn't offensive at all. I'm like, it was, it's just in such like a clever way. Like they made a musical about raping babies and giving them AIDS (laughs) and about like bestiality and like every type of subject. Yeah, mine wasn't clever. No, but like (laughs) somehow because maybe it's like, you know it's a South Park guys going into it and they're like, that's just them their yeah. reputation. Like they can do that kind of stuff and get a standing ovation because <laughs> they're trained. Known for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, somehow Vicky harnessed that power. Like if I made a dead dad seven <laughs> dick joke, I don't think I would be like I think no one was listening. I was listening. I was like, hey <laughs> Bravo. I think I know your sense of humor. <laughs> I mean, it was hilarious, but at the same time, I was like, well, if that was anyone else but me, I might be like, holy shit. Like, how did she, did she just say that? But I think, I think I chose my audience. Evidently, but I'm just saying like, I'm A, well done and B, can I harness I don't think magic? I have harnessed magic. I think it's that I know my audience, you will love that. But yeah, like you managed to say it in a way that it targeted only me and Caitlin and her boyfriend were like, I guess, enraptured by my comedic timing. <laughs> I don't remember saying that. So hopefully I mean, they didn't hear it me. It doesn't surprise me. It's seemingly like everything I've asked you tonight, like, hey, remember this? You're no. like, no. No, <laughs> no, I was wasted. But I'm glad good time was had at least. I enjoyed myself. Not so much now. I don't like looking back on what I said <laughs> and the embarrassment I made of myself. Uh, fair enough. While we're... Uh, not too far along from the conversation that we were having with my roommate, Julian. Mm -hmm. I did want to touch on something that you brought up during that discussion. Mm -hmm. You mentioned a story about a ghost story. Yes. One of the top, the podcast. I do love a Yeah. I love a ghost story. Everyone knows that. that I'm still mortified from the last segment. (laughs) I'm really feeling the embarrassment. I I don't think you need to be. I do. I am. I mean, in my defense, when I wrote you a message offering my condolences about your father, which was quite soon after Mm -hmm. you wrote back new phone, who dis? That's probably one of my (laughs) all time favorite. Like I, I'm not going to be able to ever beat that joke, I think. No, I don't think you can either. But then now I'm like, well, you can't now pull the I'm sensitive about this card. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. No, I know. But you can't ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I write my condolences and you write back new phone, who dis? I'm like, well, <laughs> like this is up for jokes. So here's, here's how that went down. At the time, my dad died. Like, obviously, you have like... You know, I, I didn't see it coming. It no, wasn't like yeah, he was, was on awful. his deathbed right. for, you know, like cancer or you get to see your goodbye. Mm. It was, you know, kind of came out of nowhere. Mm. So, yes, I was like extremely upset and emotional yeah, initially. Course. Yeah. Uh, but about like, I think three days after he died was mm. when my sister posted it on Facebook. She mm. kind of like set a memorial type message out and saying, oh, yeah, we're going to do some kind of cer- ceremony of... They didn't call it a funeral. It's the same, yeah. same, same thing, essentially. And so... Like, literally two minutes after she posted that message, she didn't tell me that she was going to do it. Oh, okay. My phone, like, starts lighting up. was going crazy, up. yeah. And so I got, like, all these bling, 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 and I guess, like, okay. I, she's I obviously, like, told yeah. people. And the first dozen messages or so, you are, like, kind Thanks, of... Thanks, Yeah, like, it hits you pretty hard. Yeah. And you're trying to process things still... Then you start to notice there's like a formula to it. <laughs> and so 
like over the next couple of days, the messages like keep like yeah. dribbling in. Yeah. And so like, I do have to say though, before I get too far away from that, the, the second message I received riddled with typos. Mine? No, no, it wasn't oh. yours. <laughs> but I did think that was unusual. Like <laughs> if I was sending like a... Uh, it is one of the most serious messages you can send yeah, as a human. I think I'd want to like just spell check that yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Maybe. And like, I don't know if it's the kind of thing I need to like be first for. No, like, I'm not hurrying to get it off the press. <laughs> yeah, like Ben's dad dead. No time to fact yeah, check this that's one. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sorry to hear about the spinning your spinning newspaper. <laughs> yeah, sorry to hear about your like latest fad. I'm like, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I. Guess it was a condolence message. Yeah. Anyway, so I found that amusing. I wasn't like upset by it, but I just it's noticeable. No. Anyway, yeah. The, over the next coming days, the messages start dribbling in, and they've all got a very similar tone. That like somber. I feel. True, but I mean, like they all. There's a almost like here. Hey, your dad died. Here's like the template. Right. <laughs> Okay. It's like clicky on word. Yeah, doc I going, heard your friend's dad died. Yeah, are you trying to write a grieving text message? <laughs> How about saying, "May I help you with anything?" <laughs> and so, like after enough of those start coming in, I was kind of almost getting bored by it. Like it's a weird thing to say, but you're like, well, I guess like the way we were almost like coping with it mm. was through humor. A yeah, lot of time. well, that's very you. Like it's, but even. Like to make my mum and sister uh, cheer up a little bit. Like you don't want to be just moping around the house for a month. You no. Know? Like I think I know the Jewish, they do that thing like sitting shiver. Yeah. Where someone dies and then for a week later you have to do almost nothing but sit and grieve. Yeah. Like you're not allowed to like watch TV or anything like that and the people can come and like bring you food and stuff. But that is like personally got to be the worst way to deal with it, yeah. I would find for me because... Like, that's all you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Like, what I want to do is... Distract yourself. Yeah. And so, I had, like, some friends who, obviously, they didn't see the Facebook message. And they were just texting me, like, about normal day-to-day shit, like, what video games I was playing right. and all that kind of stuff. And I really appreciated that. Like, I did feel a little bad almost going, hey, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this game without yeah. mentioning, right. like, this huge thing, thing that had just happened. On. But I didn't want to, like ruin the one person that yeah, like doesn't like know not, yeah. yeah because like i guess just feeling normal for a second while mm-hmm. i'm like chatting with them was like part of the like healing nice process yeah. yeah but then when like a year later they like still didn't know and i had to like break it to them they were like Holy oh shit. my god sorry yeah like yeah. they kind of just casually in conversation like how's your mom and i'm like yeah yeah good and then like how's your dad and i'm like oh fuck i probably should have told you by now <laughs> so that was you know but they do know you're really looking forward to soul caliber four exactly so <laughs> that's the important stuff but uh, yeah like all the messages like is there if there's anything i can do can i let you know was like a big one yeah it was just that kind of thing and so when it was like a close friend, that's when I started to be like, all right, well, I'm gonna I've had like <laughs> a few days worth of like the serious, somber replies and everything. Yeah. I'm just going to, you know, like test the waters a little bit. <laughs> and so I think the first one that I got was from Renee who... Yeah. Just got married. Yeah. yeah. She messaged me one of these like, hey, if there's anything I can do type mm. messages. I just wrote back anything (laughs) and like she was obviously like like yes like oh really she didn't get the joke i guess not Uh. but 
maybe like she thought you were like gr- deep in your grief like anything yeah and where i was leaning heavily towards the sexual favors <laughs> angle. Uh. but maybe she like just didn't expect that someone in that position would be making light of things you're right and so i'll give you like my top three dead dad jokes <laughs> god speaking of dog terms, number one okay. obviously yours we've established was that, that the best one that was my favorite because yeah. It was like, again, like three days into the thing. I was like, by day two, I'm like, can't wait for Vicky to message me. Really? I knew. How much I love new phone who dis. Yeah. Like, first of all, if it's not like send nudes, it's new phone who dis. <laughs> it's like, that's Vicky's two favorite text messages. I jokes. do love those. And so I was kind of like, I had time almost to craft a good response. Right. Could we, did you almost go with send nudes? If there's anything I can do. No, that, send didn't, nudes? that didn't come up for some reason. Oh, that would have been quite funny. I feel like I'd already made that joke, I guess, okay. with Renee. I yeah. don't want to repeat myself. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, let's not be hacky here. <laughs> you only get this opportunity once. Exactly. Hopefully, anyway. So, yeah, I got, like, you You sent me a very heartfelt... Like, I did. I was sad. I'm like, sorry to hear this, blah, blah, blah. I sent back, you phone who dis. I think you were probably more like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what was your reaction? Like, just more confusion than anything else? No, I laughed, but I felt bad. And that's the reaction I feel like <laughs> if I'm eliciting, that's the goal, I guess. Well, I was, I laughed. And then I also was like, oh, I feel bad for laughing. But I was like, also, it sets the tone for how you want things to be. Because you never know as someone's friend who's going through something like that. Yeah. Like my grandma, who was with me since I was born, as in lived in the house with me, passed away. And I was the same as you. I wanted to be able to talk about it when I wanted to. But mostly I wanted things to just go back to normal yeah fair enough and so that was good for me because i'm like okay well ben wants things to go back to normal that's a good like signpost for how he wants to deal with it okay otherwise you don't know yeah that's the thing and like i guess once you say something like that it kind of releases the tension a little bit people and less on eggshells around you which is right at least what i was looking for well i just didn't know i was like like you can you never know. Like some people really want you to like be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, really they're really in deep in the grief and you need to like support them yeah. and be somber with them. But then some people are like, I'd rather just try to distract myself. So I guess it made it clear what you wanted. Oh, yeah. I mean, probably like an hour after I found out I wasn't making the severed penis jokes. No. <laughs> no, I can't imagine that. Yeah. It might have been like too soon <laughs> I appreciate what you're trying here I think you would have laughed and then been like it still hurts yeah I really miss it yeah alright so that was number one that was my yeah. top so again I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to make a better joke than that in my life because it does take it comes off the back of something yeah like I mean a relative has to die and not just a relative a very close <laughs> yeah, one that's right so like, I'm, I'm not looking to top it anytime soon, let's no. say that. But in terms of, like, well, if I have to pick a favourite joke that I've ever made in my life, that's <laughs> really? that's probably the winner. Yeah. Number two, my friend messaged me to, again, like, with their condolences. Mm. It was over Facebook and it was, like, a group text with her and her boyfriend. And they had sent flowers, which I thought was very nice. And mm-hmm. so I responded saying, like, oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, I got the flowers. Thanks very much. And also because it's on Facebook, it comes up saying, hey, it's so-and-so's birthday today. Oh. And just coincidentally, it was her birthday. Oh. And so I was like, oh, by the way, happy birthday. 
and she was like, she wrote back, yay, and like confetti and everything. And then oh it follows it up by like, oh, also frowny face emoji. <laughs> so I didn't even make that joke. No. That was her, but I was like, well played, sir. Cause oh, God. I would have hated, I would have had to like, I just would have hung myself. Uh, yeah, well, I probably wrote back like a LOL to you know show her that right. I wasn't like you know cutting myself or anything <laughs> like that. But that was that was amazing. Yay! Well, I guess she got a whole bunch of birthday messages at once and kind of didn't. Yeah, I, I don't blame her. She's yeah. just in the routine. Now someone says happy birthday. And you're like, thanks. Yeah, it's like it's a cause for celebration. It's just weird <laughs> on the back of like sorry to hear about your dead dad. <laughs> Number three, mm. several months afterwards, I guess mm. it was almost a year later, as you know, we went to, me and my auntie and uncle, we went to the UAE to right. go get my dad's belongings. And my sister, I was talking to her before I left. She was obviously mm-hmm. worried because it's like quite a dangerous part of the world. Sure. Uh, even like if you listen to that episode, there was things like even just showing your knees or your shoulders. Yeah, it was like, like a big in no-no. public in certain places can get you arrested, like public affection and stuff like that is frowned against like alcohol. Yeah. Just, there's like so many rules that I even was worried that I was going to break something. I think like partially as well, that episode desensitized me to what we say about it. Yeah. Yeah. That whole episode was like, just crazy, like, that you had to be, like, the closest male heir to, like, get this stuff. <laughs> like, that already, like, blows my mind. Yeah, no, I mean, we got a good episode it's out of it. It's a great story. <laughs> Again, I'd probably prefer to have a, a live father and no episode, but, I mean, that's not an option, so what am I going to do? That's right. I can appreciate that sentiment. Yeah, so um, we're about to leave. I was talking to my sister about the trip, and uh, she was like, oh, just be careful. Like, I don't want something to happen to you over there. And I was like, it's fine. I'm only going away for two weeks. Dad was there for two years. And she's like, yeah, and he died. (laughs) (laughs) And so that was was my third favorite dead dad joke that (laughs) my sister made. I was like, fair point. Me and mum both burst into laughter, just doubled over. (laughs) Really? Um, But I managed to come back alive, thankfully. Yeah. Uh, Well, I feel like a real asshole. Sorry I said that. Said what? About your dad. The, the penis yeah. thing? Yeah. No, it's fine. It was a good time. I was enjoying myself. Oh, what an asshole. I feel like I look like a massive asshole now. Um, changing conversation. Let's mm. hear your ghost story. Right. Yes. So a friend of a friend of mine was at like a random party and he was really high at this party. And so he was outside, I guess like it was at the, it was a house party, but it's kind of spilled out onto like the parkland across the road from the house. All right. And he's off his face, um, completely high. And then he just thinks to himself, I know there's a ghost inside that house. Inside the house that the party, the party had started in. in. Yeah. And he was like, I just know there's a ghost in that house and I'm going to go see it. And you, you think this is like, just because he's high and paranoid i have no idea Like he's not just ghost hunting in his day-to-day no regular life. he believes in ghosts but like he's no he's not like i've he's not you know this alison dubois right <laughs> this isn't a regular occurrence like no you don't walk into a room he's like there's a ghost in here and you're like <laughs> no well because like if that was the case then maybe it would be it's not sensing murder right <laughs> no i'm just thinking like 
for example, if I said there's a ghost in here because I'm never talking about their... Oh, like, I would definitely sit up and take notice. Yeah, right. I'd be like, wow, I guess there's really a ghost in here. But yeah, if if there's someone who's like constantly proclaiming there's like, ghosts right, nearby... You're like, all right, I know, yeah. there's another ghost in here. Right. I just want to no, gauge what we're I don't think with. so. I think he's of the, you know... Less this is like one of the first times he's ever had this revelation. Yeah. yeah. So he was, I was like, could you hear something from the house? Like that made you sure. And he's like, no, I just knew okay. that there was a ghost. Yeah. And so he's like, I went into the house and I could hear moaning coming from like one of the upstairs bedrooms. Telltale sign of a ghost. Yeah. He was like moaning and screaming and he's like, oh my God, it's a ghost. I was right. So he's like sneaking up the stairs. He's like, I have to be really quiet because I want to sneak up on the ghost because I really want to see it. And then he was. <laughs> he wasn't afraid of like the ghost attacking him. He's no. like, no, no. If he's he like, knows that I'm coming after him, he's gonna like disappear through a wall. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's like, no, I really want to see the ghost, so I'm gonna sneak up. And then like he's so convinced in his own mind that he's gonna see a ghost, he goes to himself like just before he puts his hand on the doorknob real quietly, like not wanting to scare off the ghost, and he goes, okay, you're about to see a ghost. He's bracing himself. Yeah, he's bracing himself. Like, just to prepare you, you're about to see a ghost. I mean, I feel like that's not unwarranted. If you're, how often do you see a ghost? Maybe it takes a second to center yourself. Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, I really wanted to be ready. Like, holy shit, I'm about to see a ghost. And he, like, flings the door open and leaps in so he doesn't miss the ghost (laughs) (laughs) that he has sensed from across the street and now can hear moaning. And there's, like, a girl on the bed getting eaten out. No ghost. No ghost. Was she a ghost? Unconfirmed. Okay. But I don't Probably think so. not. <laughs> yeah. And so he was like, you know, did the, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I thought I was going to see a ghost. And did that, you say that? Yes. I, I thought I was going to see a ghost. Yes. And they had stopped mid like act and then also were like, what? <laughs> yeah. I feel like in the moment, if I was like in their position, I got busted. My first instinct would cover up. And then he like says, I thought I was going to see a ghost and like slams the door. You're like, like, after the initial shock what? of getting caught had kind of died down, you're like, did he just, did he say he thought <laughs> he was going to see a ghost? <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to hear that story from their point of view. Yeah. I feel like, do you keep going after that point? Because I'm like... Do you start worrying there's a ghost? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine that. They just leap in and they're like, oh, sorry. Sorry, I thought I was going to see a ghost. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. If only he had been like... A few minutes later, he'll be like, oh my God, I just missed it. There's ectoplasm everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. Uh, Yeah, so that's the story of my friend who didn't see a ghost. But I do like the idea that he's got this superpower that only occurs when he gets high. (laughs) (laughs) I sense ghosts Yeah, I know exactly where they are. Like, that's a great script. Like, everyone thinks he's paranoid, but it's like... You know, in uh, a horror movie, there's like a dog that like it walks past this house every day and it just starts barking for no reason. And it's like they've got these extra sensory right. abilities. Yeah, it's, it's kind like, of like the horror movie dog. That, yeah. Like, yeah. When he gets high, he taps into that like realm. <laughs> that like sixth sense that yeah. other animals have. Right. right. <laughs> so now it's like he's this ghost hunter, but he's like kind of bumbling because he's also just dazed out of his mind the whole time. He's, espe- he's essentially Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Now we're on to something. <laughs> we, get a, we need a Shaggy spinoff. Yeah, yeah I don't know. He was like, snacks. I was totally convinced. He's like, I just knew there was a ghost in that room. <laughs> <laughs> Does he still like, when he sobered up, was he, um, 
Was he still convinced that there was no, a ghost? No, he was like, I don't know what He's the fuck like, I said. No, I was fucking baked. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. <gasps> I would like to buy the rights to his story. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'll uh, pass that on. <laughs> Preferably pass it on when he's... Uh, Super, not baked. No, oh, no pass it on when he is baked. I feel like I could get a better deal. <laughs> okay. What do we call it? Like, I don't know, like something along the lines of ghost stoner, but like <laughs> more clever. Okay. Uh, we'll work on it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Put a pin in it. Yeah. I think that brings us to the end of another podcast. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. You can email me, ben at insaneramblings.net. You can reach me, vicky at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will find the both of us. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash insaneramblings for little clips and updates and behind the scenes info. Jump on our uh, iTunes where you can rate, review and subscribe. So every episode will be automatically downloaded to your uh, iPhone, iPod, whatever you use without even having to think about it. Away. See What were you giggling about? Just like all the dumb things in the phone that like once upon a time I must have been like this. That's was, funny. Yeah. And then you're like, uh, yeah. Like one of them was like, when was Velcro cool? Nineties. <laughs> <laughs> that's easy. I didn't even know if it was cool then. It, it was a thing then, but I don't know if it was ever cool. I don't know. Does it matter? It was obviously a conversation starter that yeah. I, at one point, thought like, this is clever. This will get Vicky talking. I mean. To be fair, I was like, hey, your dad's dick is in a box. <laughs> and we got like half an hour out of that. No, I'm just saying I'm no judge. Uh, fair enough. I can't believe I said that. I'm mortified. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I think Glad I- no one else heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Insane ramblings.